0: Welcome to Aspie Chats from Geek, Alabama. In this podcast, join Nathan Young as he discusses his feelings, thoughts, and outcomes dealing with life on the autism spectrum. Now, from his home, here's Nathan Young. All right. Hey, everybody. This is episode one of my special edition of Aspie Chats, My Life. I think that's a good title, Last Beach Hats My Life. And for the next three weeks, I'm going to talk about things about my life that are happening or did happen. And I'm going to go very deep and personal on some things. And it's it's going to cause concern. It's going to upset some people. It's going to make some people think, maybe. But I want to do this because it's, I just want to do something like this, just to get, get things off my chest and talk about things. So, for the first episode, I want to talk about my weight. My my weight's been something I've been struggling with my entire life. I mean, from the time I was bored to now. And it's it's been fluctuating, mostly going up. And life experiences throughout your life kind of do determine how your life goes. And if you if you watch the TLC show, My 600 Hundred Pound Life... Those that are super, super, way overweight. A lot of them talk about things that happened in their life, mentally. They were abused, physically or mentally abused. A lot of horrible things happened. And a way to turn to comfort and away from all the bad things happening in life is food. And I understand the people on the show because I can relate to that. And I understand why it's happening to them. So, when you're growing up and you're constantly abused, physically and mentally, you're bullied by a const- huge number of people in your family and in school and out in the community, when you're physically abused, when you're kicked and punched and tied up to chairs, I, I mean, ha- physically harmed, which didn't has happened, we, you know, when you're custom- called every name out, a cuss word out there, when a lot of people say F you, when so many people verbally or physically abuse you in school, from kindergarten to the time I graduate high school, all the whole time, you know, where do you go? When you take constant amount of crap and abuse in your life, you you, you got turned to comfort, and for me and my life, that has been food. You know, I mean, I don't want you know. Others have turned to drugs. Others have have committed suicide. Others have done horrible things. For me, my comfort's been food. And when you're growing up in one side, living in one side of your family, and you were starved as well, that doesn't help things much either. I mean, when I was going. On one side of my family growing up, it got so bad with the other siblings, they would spike my food with Tabasco or spicy stuff. <laughs> my, like my, like if we had burgers for dinner, they would spike it with Tabasco sauce to make it so hard I couldn't eat it. And because the evil stepmother forced me to sit at the table until I finished everything on my plate, I would sleep at the table, put my head on the table all night. Because I wasn't going to eat spiked food because who, who does that? So when they're starving you, when they're not feeding you properly, you know. And, and, and another thing, there's a, there's a reason why I'll never eat hamburger helper again in my life because that's the only thing my evil stepmother cooked most nights, and it just gets old after a while. And I did, I don't, I hate hamburger helper, and I'll never eat that again in my life. So when you're sitting at a dining room table because you just don't want to eat what they cook for you. And you sleep there or you hide the food somewhere so you can get out, get away from the table, which I did that. So you have, if the little money you get here and there, you go down to the cheap grocery store gas station and buy what you want to eat. And you you can buy a big bag of chips for under a buck. You know, you're going to get the most bang for your buck. And that's what I did for a good chunk of growing up. Get the cheap the most amount of food for the littlest money possible and and to unfortunately the unhealthiest food is the ones you could get for the cheapest for the most bang for your buck so, so you know some people say oh you you know people could eat better well, when your incomes are a certain level you have to, you have to be picky, and unhealthy food costs a lot less than healthy food. That is the truth. You know, go look at this door. I mean, you're going to fill up your belly. You're not going to eat so little that you keep starving yourself. Who does that? And And then after I get through high school, I have to live with food stamps. And you only have $100 to $150 for the whole month. That's it. So what are you going to do? You're going to go get the cheapest thing you can get, the most bang for your buck, because you're so, because you have no under income. And that's why it's happened. That's what I've been doing. I mean, I'm not on food stamps anymore because I, I'm on disability. I have a part-time job. But still, you know, you get the, the, the most paying for your buck. And my weight's been going up and down for my life. You know, when I was going through school, a PE was nothing. Gym class was absolutely nothing. That... The the gym teachers, PE teachers, didn't do anything. I mean, we we got to sit around and do nothing. <laughs> and you know the one, the very few times we actually did something in a PE class was hardly anything. I mean, I hate running. I don't get running at all. I just don't like it. Sorry. And you know, and then go and a private school in in a part of Alabama, I did play high school football for only three games, and it wasn't for the full game, there was only 12 boys for the whole team, we we never won, I mean, most of the boys left for big injuries, and I hated playing football, I hate playing football, sorry, just don't like it, so, let's just fast forward to today, Um, my weight keeps going up and down, Last time I weighed myself was about a year ago. It's about 420 pounds, something. Now, my worst has been 525. So I've lost some weight, but it's, it's almost impossible to lose the rest because I'm so hungry all the time. You know, and when I eat breakfast, that you know, after I eat breakfast, it's not enough, so I turn to a bag of chips just. And then after that, that's still not enough, so I'm snacking on something else. And after that, it's still not enough, and I'm snacking on something else. So I might consume 2,000 calories before breakfast is over, or more. (laughs) Because a small meal is not enough. It doesn't fill me up. Yes, I've tried drinking more water. Yes, I've tried doing more fiber. I've tried every trick in the book to make me feel full, but it has not worked. None of it has worked. So I just keep eating because it's my comfort, because even today, I have no physical friends. All my friends are online, pretty much. And when you're sitting here home alone with nothing to do, what are you going to do, right? And food's my comfort. It really is. It's It's been like that all my life because of all the abuse and neglect I've gone through. So, the food, because I keep eating, I mean, I do take some medications, you know, I've been controlling my blood pressure, I do take medications for that, and it's been, it's been, I've been keeping that under control, because I know high blood pressure's not good. I do have type 2 diabetes, too, so I do take medication to try to slow that down, but sometimes my feet will hurt, I mean, it's nerve pain, sometimes that comes, it rears the ugly head for about a week, and then it disappears and I try to manage because, you know, and let me talk about diets because I've tried. I have tried the keto. Keto for me has not worked. Never. It has never. Keto, I don't get the keto thing because it has not worked for me. I've tried low carb. It hasn't worked. I've tried no meat. That hasn't worked. I, I've tried Atkins diet, you know, eat more meat. That hasn't worked. Every diet the book I've tried has not worked for me. Because, guess what? When you have a stomach so damn big and you have you have to just to feel full, you have to eat a ton of things. You know, diets ain't gonna work for you. So, about in January this year, it was January 2020, we had another doctor appointment at the cheat clinic because I can't afford to go to a real doctor because being on disability, being poor, blah blah blah. So, they they sent me to a doctor's office referred me to a doctor's office that does weight loss surgery. This is all before the coronavirus pandemic really took off and all the electric procedures got suspended and everything. And um, they wanted to do a procedure called gla- gastric sleeve, which would take a good chunk of the stomach out. Um, While I was there, I liked the plan, but while I was there, I kept asking how much this is it going to cost? How much is this going to cost? And I I kept repeating that. I do have health insurance because I'm on disability. I do have Medicare. But that wouldn't pay for everything. So what would be the other cost that I couldn't afford? You have to talk about things like this. Because when you're poor, you're living on disability, where no one gives you a crap because you're bullied constantly. Yeah, yeah, you can't. If you can't afford it, you're not going to do it. Alright, I mean that's why I hate the American healthcare system because we should be like every damn civilized country in this world that covers healthcare. Why does the United States do something differently like this and causes people to go to bank declare bankruptcy or die because they can't afford health care? I don't get that, and that's morally wrong. And if you're going to comment saying, oh, America should be different, that should just block you now be done with it. So, all this happened before the coronavirus pandemic really took off in March. We know what happened. And now hospitals are strained in some parts of the country, and they're having to cut back procedures again because we have too many stupid people out there that don't give a crap about COVID. So now it's December when I'm recording this. Well, it'll be late November, early December. And i option's just still on the table. You know, I've reached out to that center that does the rate light surgery, folks. They have not responded to me yet. But here's the thing. I can't afford it. So unless we could figure out a way to have insurance cover everything so I'm not left with a huge bill that I can't afford. And they're going to try to repossess everything and I have to go declare bankruptcy because... Living on disability means you're so darn poor, I'm not going to do the procedure. Because I can't afford it. That's that the wonderful American way or what, everybody. So what that leads to? Well, I just keep the old habits going, I guess. Because, you know, when one meal doesn't fill you up, you have to keep eating and eating just to feel full. That's, you know, your body's not going to keep living like that for long. I mean, I'm trying to manage the high blood pressure and type 2 diabetes, but diets for me haven't worked. Stop eating hasn't worked. I mean, every trick in the book to try to slow me down eating and every diet in the book has not worked. So I'll, I'll just go ahead and admit what I'm going to say. I'm just waiting for the day something happens that kills me. I'm ready to die. I'm ready to leave this earth and just wherever that leads to after you pass away, well, I don't know. And I'm just ready to die. Because apparently when you're when you're different, when you have disabilities, when everybody around you sees you're vulnerable and bullies you and harms you physically and mentally, and we have no friends to support on, is it worth sticking around? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's worth still sticking around this earth. So maybe the sooner I could die, the better things go. Because America should be totally different than this crap. That, that, that's one reason I, w- I wish I could live in a different country than under the United States. Because I think many other countries around this planet are better off than the United States. Maybe I'll get that chance when COVID is over and everything gets back to normal. But. I can't afford health care, so I'm, I'm ready to die. What a wonderful way to sum up this first episode of Aspie Chats, huh? Thank you for watching and listening, and y'all have a good day. Thank you for listening to Aspie Chats. For more stories, videos, coverage, and podcasts, log on to geekalabama.com.